Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Ich warte seit Wochen auf diesen Tag und tanz vor Freude über den Asphalt. Als wär's sein Rhythmus, als gäb sein Lied, das mich immer weiter durch die Straßen zieht. Komm dir entgegen. Hallo und willkommen zu Gegenpressing. Ich bin Manu Fee. Das ist die Post-Game-Reaction-Show mit Step, Stafford Blow und Mart Ford. Wir sind in der Mixed-Zone at the Signal Iduna Park. Und es war das usual Desaster: 4-0. For Bayern Munich, um, they came into this game walking wounded. Borussia Dortmund could not capitalize. Um, we're going to make this quick because we're waiting for players. But Matt, um, my expectations were quite low. I should have probably set them even lower. What do you think? Uh, my expectations were actually a lot higher than that, particularly from a Borussia Dortmund point of view. They've won the, I mean, I think ten of ten of their last ten of eleven games have been one nil wins. I mean, one nil, one nil, one nil. Mm. Borussia Dortmund. And on the back of that, they came into the game with a completely different uh, different mentality. I think we were discussing that on a yeah. couple of weeks ago. Uh, and all of that completely fell apart after three minutes. Um, three out of a corner. Um, and I think, I wonder if they were lulled into a slightly false sense of security. Um, I saw on the, on the TVs at half-time. Yeah. And the build-up to that goal, he's talking three minutes into the game. Nico Schlotterbeck is marking Dio Pamacado. And I, I, I'm not sure what's been said. I'd like to, I'd like to ask Pamacado myself if I get the chance. Um, yeah. Smiles were exchanged, some sort of giggle, some sort of grin was exchanged. And um, 10 seconds later, Pamakarno had just piled straight past Schlotterbeck and free header back of the net. And it all, uh, yeah, and it all went on from there. The second goal, too, right? Uh, Schlotterbeck also misses his man, a quick counter attack, then Kane makes it 2 0. The way that goal came about, that, that could have then resulted in five or six similar goals. Such was the advantage that Bayern had in terms of pace all through the centre of the pitch. Yeah. That entire central axis from Borussia Dortmund. So starting with Hummels at the back, the central two of Özcan um, and, uh, and, and Marcel Sabitzer, Royce and Füllkrug, who was utterly anonymous, by the way. That entire central axis was completely lacking in pace and was torn apart time and time again by Levi Sané, who was fantastic, must be said. Seb, um... I watched an interview yesterday with Hans-Joachim Watzke, was on Sky Germany, and he stressed that despite the defeat to Saarbrücken, Bayern Munich will still remain dangerous, that you know you should never underestimate them, and they're a wounded animal there, they're dangerous. Did Dortmund maybe believe their own hype a little bit too much here? Uh, I don't know about believing their own hype, but they're incredibly naive, Manu. Like Matt talked about the second goal and the, the, the kind of the systemic failure in the, in the Dortmund midfield. There's so many moments during that move where a player had to be tactically fouled, had to come down, because you can see the move develop, you can see the opportunity to stop it, and it just flowed forward and forward. Matt said it exactly right. Like, there were probably four, four or five opportunities in the first half alone where Bayern could have scored exactly the same goal. And the positioning, the, the rest defense, and the irresponsibility with the ball was, oh, I thought, absolutely staggering. And actually, you know, with Ozchin, you kind of have to be cruel to be kind, right? In that situation, you take a player off. Like, it's really difficult for him, yeah. but it's not the right moment. Without Emery Chan on the pitch, there's no security in that midfield. Mm-hmm. And also, there's no purchase for any of the attacking players. Brandt came off, um, good player, but obviously, but like, didn't look fit. Sabitzer had no effect on the game whatsoever. None of the attacking players had any real influence apart from a few little flourishes from Marlon, maybe. Uh, I was stunned by how bad Dortmund were. Really, really surprised. 
Yeah, I was I was really shocked too. Like some of the thoughts that I had, um, first goal goes in. I'm like, okay, well that's not the end of the world. That second one, you could feel it completely fall apart. One stat that I want to mention here, guys: there was not a single shot on Manuel Neuer that entire first half. Daniel Malm probably comes the closest with the ball that he puts over the crossbar. Neuer makes actually a big mistake in the first half, right, where he misplaces the ball uh, when he passes it kind of across his own penalty zone. And then he um, throws it out of the back two or three times and completely misses the mark. you got to test the goalkeeper who's just come back from injury. You can't wait until all the way into the second half when you finally test him. And I think as bad as they were defensively, that attack, Matt, shocking as well. Yeah, it was. And I think even when they, when it came to making substitutions second half, yeah. um, Edin Terzic for a couple of, well, a good year now, was making a, a point about how important and how impactful the substitutions can be. And it comes off for him on occasion. Um, we've seen Gio Reyna come off the bench at times to score late winners. Uh, Yusuf uh, Mokoku yeah. uh, just last week um, did, his, uh, yeah, did exactly the same in, um, in, in Frankfurt. Kaim Adeyemi as well. This time they had no effect whatsoever. And um, yeah, it, it sort of left the impression that that, that was the plan. Yeah. Um, some sort of impact off the bench not sure what the impact's going to be but some sort of impact yeah. hope it's going to come about um, and I think Sabitzer right to point out that Brand did not have his best game at all Sabitzer was anonymous despite the fact that a, a stat cropped up uh, halfway through the game I think after about 61 mm. 62 minutes at which point Sabitzer actually had the most kilometres covered by any player on the pitch I think 8.1 kilometres by that point um, but they we, felt like pointless kilometres yeah. exactly exactly. <laughs> yeah. when, you, when you see how little impact he had on the game you have to wonder where on earth he was running yeah. Um, so yeah and Dortmund's are the top players who've performed and been so so key to them this season Um um, Julian Brandt as we mentioned Daniel Marlin um, all pretty anom- uh, um, anonymous did Nicholas Villukug, um, yeah, e- e- even more so Did it surprise you how little how little opportunity they created with the systems within their football when they built phases okay there's one or two overloads mm. in the first half between Maris Wolf and uh, Marco Royce down the near side uh, but the only effect like Karim Amy had was when yeah. he picked the ball up 20 yards from his own goal line and he's trying to run the ball forward. It's like a sort of like it's a kind of Victorian form of football. Uh-huh. Uh, it's just there was no like there was no support to the attacking play. The amount of times that there was miscommunications within in Dortmund's football, and it was it was like there was no uh, no automatisms within yeah. within it, which is really surprising in modern football. You I, know, I, I thought the particularly given the run that Dortmund yeah. have been on, they've seemed yeah. so so sure. solid. Uh, throughout the season, I mean, the, the mantra that we keep repeating, uh, and we only repeat it because Edin Terzic keeps repeating it, less sexy, more successful, and that was me for today. You know, I thought the Adeyemi substitution was actually kind of strange because, like, it seems like the sort of substitutions that you make when you're like, it's 0 0 1 1 or 1 0, and you, you may be looking for a second goal because you're looking for some speed to explore Bayern Munich, right? Because, like, Pavlo, yeah, let's say this Bayern Munich brought on Pavlovic for Upamecano, that's how thin that squad was, right? But like it seemed like okay, we have this plan. We're down two 0 but whatever. Let's just follow the plan, anyways. Had Amy had such an impact appearance last week off the bench right. in Frankfurt, so I can maybe understand the thinking there. Um, but they were um, only down three two at that point. Exactly, and coming back and coming back from a, from a deficit against Bayern yeah. is a completely different different kettle of fish to Frankfurt. And they thought, you know, Julian Brandt didn't have his best game, but the structure was completely lost when he was gone. It that was like getting from. It was because right after that, that Kane made it three 0 right. Yeah. Let's, okay, let's talk about Kendo and the Bayern performance. They were, they were walking wounded, but yet they were so deadly. This is the difference, right? When, 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 when Dortmund have issues at the top of the pitch, when, they, when they're not creating from midfield or uh, when they're not attacking well, there's nothing that they can do to compensate that. 
when Bayern Munich have the same problem, Kane can drop into that 10th slot even deeper into his own center, into the center circle and he can influence the play from there. Like, this is the first time I think I've seen Kane actually with chemistry, like proper Tottenham-like chemistry when he's playing for Bayern Munich. Before, like, the occasional one-two, the occasional combination with we've got a massive fire engine coming past us. <laughs> we cut it, we cut it. That's Hurricane on fire here. They brought in the fire truck. Um, this is kind of this is the kind of the moment where, like, it feels like there's some understanding for what he does with the ball, and not just as a finisher, not as number nine, but as someone that can create. And you saw the way that Missiala reacted to him. Sane, I thought, like, Sane's had moments with him before. Afonso Davis, like, it was it was so positive and so positive, and also. Nicholas Fulkrug can't do this. Yeah. Nicholas Fulkrug is a number nine. There is nothing more to him. He's like a, he's like a number nine, a 1990s number nine. Um, and that's the difference between these two sides. There's yeah, no I, conversation. I felt sorry for Nicholas Fulkrug on, on that level. Yeah, I mean, it's not his fault. He looked lost. The difference in calibre yeah. was, was incredible. He, he, he's, playing as the, he's playing the role that he was brought to play. Like, and that's the player he is. You can't expect him to become... Uh, you can't for him to become a, a compensation for the loss of uh, Erlich Haaland or mm. he hasn't quite even got the physicality of Sebastian Haller and he's certainly not Harry Kane so it's I do I feel sorry for him I, I think Vukuk is just a box player you can't you can't uh, you can't ask him to be a transition player like sure. that's just not not who he is not at this stage of his career if, he, if you're a young player you can relearn aspects of the game no. but Nicholas Fulkrug isn't young um, and this is it's a wonderful story that he's even here and he, he is reliant on service around him and he didn't receive any yeah uh, Matt maybe any final thoughts before we wrap this up because I know players are going to come up and we have to deal with uh, the mixed zone stuff but any final thoughts before we wrap this up uh, just I, I don't think that Rusty Dortmund should I mean it's difficult to say just tick it off and, and, and move on because it, it finished far but it could have been six or seven yeah um but I think maybe not. Let's, let's not maybe not get blinded to the fact that they have been on. They have been unbeaten up until this point. They have had impressive performances, particularly that win away in Newcastle, which was genuinely really impressive. And um, next week they're playing them again. Yes, next week again as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. They, they, they are progressing. You know, they're, they're through in the German Cup. They have Champions League qualifications for next rounds in their own hands. No. Um, they, apart from today, have been showing a different approach, different mentality in games. I hate to use that word, and I hope no one hears it here because it's been, it's been banned. <laughs> um, so if you can, maybe try and, um, yeah, try, try and forget it, try and move on. Maybe it's, uh, maybe it's a benefit to Dortmund and Leverkusen also managed to just about win today as well so it's not like Bayern have sprung up to the top of the table they're not, right? they exactly are. so there's um, yeah, there's a long way to go and um, it also shows how much further uh, Edin Terzic and Grossi Dortmund also still have to go right and from Yusef any final thoughts? no no I was surprised by Bayern felt like the evening when they turned the power back on it's a really really authoritative performance yeah. uh, very very impressed and like you said before uh, especially considering the depth issues and the yeah. problems in midfield, Kimmich's absence and the centre-back issues. Uh, very, very impressive. And Kane, um, I, I, Brilliant. I, I, oh, terrific. Best performance yeah. for Bayern so far. Definitely. Yeah, yeah that's made in mind the final thoughts too. Uh, we need to mention how good Bayern Munich were in this game. I think, you know, as much as we are hammering uh, the issue with Dortmund, I think Bayern Munich, when they needed to be on, they were on. Uh, they were cruel, they were effective, they were fast. Um, I thought the attack once again showed why it's one of the best in, in European football. Hurricane, what a player. I'm glad he's here in Germany. Uh, sorry, Seb. I mean, you're here too, so that's good. Okay. Um, but like, 
Yeah. Two, two hat tricks in two games. Though. Two hat tricks in two games. And he, I, I know I know Cyril Diaz not been playing, but, but he's, yeah. he's overtaking DRC, hasn't he? Yeah. The so scoring. you know what? He's been he's been worth every penny. So yeah. Anyways, the fire truck is coming back, <laughs> so we have to leave. Um, more more stuff coming on Game Press. We'll be back soon. Until then, auf Wiedersehen. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.